0: To be.
1: Let us pray, Almighty Living God, whose will is to restore all things in your beloved Son, the King of the Universe, grant we pray that the whole creation may free, set free from slavery, may render your Majesty service, and ceaselessly proclaim your praise. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.
2: A reading from the book of the prophet Daniel. As the visions during the night continued, I saw one like a son of man coming on the clouds of heaven. When he reached the ancient one, and was presented before him, the one, like the Son of Man, received dominion, glory, and kingship. All peoples, nations, and languages served him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that shall not be taken away. His kingship shall not be destroyed. The word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God.
0: Firm, not to be moved. Your throne I stood firm from of old, from all eternity, O Lord. to be true.
3: A reading from the book of Revelation. Jesus Christ is the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood, who has made us into a kingdom, priest for his God and Father. To him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming amid the clouds and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. All peoples of the earth will lament him. Yes. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, the one who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to
0: God.
1: The Lord be with you. And with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, o Lord. Pilate said to Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you say this on your own, or have others told you about me? Pilate answered, I'm not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom does not belong to this world. If my kingdom did belong to this world, my attendants would have fought to keep me from being handed over to the Jews." But as it is, my kingdom is not here. So Pilate said to him, Then you are a king. Jesus answered, You say I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice the gospel of the lord
2: praise you Lord jesus
1: christ dear brothers and sisters once again welcome to this celebration of the solemnity of our lord jesus christ king of the universe this solemnity was instituted in 1925 by Pope Pius XI. As you remember, dear brothers and sisters, 1925 was only about seven years after the First World War. And in fact, some of the reasons this celebration was instituted was because of the impact of the First World War, and because of the vicissitudes and the disturbances that were caused by the First World War. During the war, and in fact, even before that war, uh, many people, particularly in Europe, had become rebellious against church authority. They were rebellious against church leaders. They didn't want to listen to what the church said. They claimed that the church had no authority over social and political matters, over social and political affairs, that these affairs ought to be left to the politicians and other people that were more competent in these areas than church authority. And because of that attitude, a lot of things went wrong in Europe, which is partly why we had that war. And in the aftermath of that war, so many people having been killed so many uh, um, societies displaced, lots of property destroyed, lives destroyed, uh, entire nations (laughs) destroyed. The Pope of the time thought it was an opportune time to remind people that really the overall power, the overall authority that we have is not just our national governments and their leaders not just our kingdoms here on earth but the real power that we have all of us humanity and all of us creation is the king of the universe Jesus Christ our Lord who is also God that's why he wrote that encyclical Quas Primas concerning the things that came at the beginning. It's about first things. It says, but really, he reminds people of God's authority over all creation in that encyclical Quas Primas, and that every one of us ought to be subject to God's authority, including our kings as the kings our earthly governments, that overall power belongs to God, that overall authority belongs to God, and that to God alone, we ought to pay our utmost loyalty. And if we did that, the Pope said, then we would have a better world a more peaceful world, a world very different from the world of the First World War. Did people listen? Did people listen? Not quite, not quite. Which is why, after a few years, we even had another war. <laughs> the Second World War, huh? But after the Second World War, it seems people started making sense of all these encyclicals that the earlier popes had written about God's authority over all creation. Fortunately, since the Second World War up to today, we haven't had any other world war. And our prayer is we we do not get any other world war. The problem during the world wars And even before that, which caused a lot of tension between political authorities and religious authorities, was that political authorities thought, as it was in the time of Jesus, that religious authorities were usurping the power of politicians, of political rulers. And so they wanted to, to push religious authorities out of these spheres of politics and economy and social uh, organizations. They didn't want to hear religious authorities interfering, that's the word they used to, to use, interfere, interfering in political matters or in social matters or in economic matters. But as time went on, society began to understand why religious leaders, religious authorities actually ought to, at times, intervene in these affairs for the good of us all and for the good of our creation. And that's now the overriding attitude today that although religious authorities are not per se politicians, they're not per se economists, and so many other of these different uh, professions and spheres of influence that we think of today, they, religious leaders, ought to have a say in what goes on in our religious, in our political life, ought to have a say in what goes on in our social life, ought have a say in what goes on in our economic lives, and, and so on. Because if all these fears were left simply to other authorities, results would be disappointing. If all these areas were left to authorities other than the regions, we would be surprised as people of the First World War and people of the Second World War were surprised by what not listening to the religious authorities might lead to. So, dear brothers and sisters, today we are celebrating a rediscovery of the power of the authority of Jesus Christ over every sphere of influence, not only in this world, but in the entirety of the universe, in the entire universe. His authority and power and dominion over all creation. And as our understanding grows, as our understanding of creation grows, we have, we get a better understanding of what this word universe means. It doesn't simply mean us, human beings. It doesn't simply mean us, members of this planet, Earth. It doesn't simply mean us, members of this uh, solar system in which we are, in which Earth is one of the planets, some say eight planets, others say nine planets, whatever the number, Uh, not simply over this uh, solar system in which our Earth is, not simply over this galaxy in which our solar system is, But in all the universe, all the galaxies you can think of, all the solar systems out there that you can think of, some people even go as far as saying over even other possible universes. Jesus is king and master over all. During those days... The days of the First World War, and even prior to that, uh, when people were rebelling against church authority, particularly in Europe, in Germany, in Italy, in Poland, in Spain, and all those countries that we generally refer to as Western Europe, during those days, uh, many people. Uh, were against priests, (laughs) people like me. (laughs) Many politicians didn't like priests at all, which is why many priests were killed. Many bishops were imprisoned. Other bishops were exiled. Many religious congregations were Expelled from those countries, and as you know now, some of them took refuge to here eh? You know the Franciscans, these Franciscan friars. those congregations had root in Europe, but because of the hatred that developed during those political turmoils of uh, the late 18th and early 19th, uh, early uh, early 20th century, uh, many of those congregations ran out of Europe and found refuge in other parts of the world, including here. And that's one of the reasons this pope that I mentioned of Pius XI was so disturbed that priests were being killed and targeted for political reasons, imprisoned, exiled, uh, religious congregations of women and men were being persecuted and, and their premises closed. Uh, and it seemed as if world authority Like earthly kings, it seemed as if earthly kings were more powerful than the king of the universe. That's really the reason he sat down and wrote that encyclical I mentioned, Quas Primus, reminding everyone that despite all those challenges, Jesus still reigned supreme overall and that we human beings ought to rediscover the power of that supreme king of the universe. Like I said, looks like if gradually people began to understand the meaning of what the Pope was saying, which is why after the Second World War, we haven't had any other war until today. And our prayer is we do not have any other world war. Oh, I was reading recently in the news that uh, our president went to Rome. Am I right? He went to Rome and met the Pope and that he was accorded The longest hours ever the Pope has accorded to to visiting presidents. Why did the president go to meet the Pope? Why have our presidents always gone to meet the Pope? And why did the Pope come here uh, a couple of years ago and addressed our politicians? Simple reason. Because all said and done, God's authority, which the Pope represents, is supreme. Christ's authority is supreme. It's over and above all the powers that be that we know of today, and that we will know of even tomorrow. God, through our Lord Jesus Christ is king of everything and of everyone, of every systems, of every government, of every structures, of every societies, of everything, whether it's crafted by our ingenuity or it's a natural given. God is supreme over everything. Brothers and sisters, I would like to end with one idea. There are two important points in our lives, we human beings. One, the point of our beginning, and two, the point of our end. These two points, of your beginning and your end, of my beginning and my end, and then of our as community, beginning and our end. These two points are very critical when we think of the supreme power of Christ as king. None of us knows when and how we came to be Do you know how and when you came to be? You might have been told stories by your parents, by different people, relatives and others, maybe even by the hospital where you were born. But these stories do not capture the whole picture. Even your mom does not know how you came to be in her womb. She knows little bits about it, but not all, not the whole thing. Which is why sometimes people think that they have conceived and yet they haven't. And others at times think they haven't conceived and yet they have. That point of our beginning as individuals and as a species, human species, That point is very mysterious and very critical in understanding the power and supreme authority of Christ as King over all creation. We don't know what happened before we came to be, we only know about ourselves after that point of our beginning, that point of Alpha. You remember? we read in the scriptures, I am the Alpha and the Omega. But that point of my Alpha, your Alpha, our Alpha, is very critical. Before that point, God knew where I was, God knew where you were, God knew where we were, but we don't. We only know about ourselves after we we came to be. But lots of things happened before we came to be that God knows and we do not. That God took care of in order to prepare a way for us to be. When we came to be, (laughs) we could even go as far as saying even when we came to be, none of us remembers what it was like in our mother's wombs. Huh? We know we were there because we see other babies coming from there. So we, we infer that we too came from there. But none of us remembers what it was like to be in our mother's wombs, to live in our mother, mother's wombs for nine months. We have no idea. We know we're there, but we don't know what it is felt like, so everything that really we know is after that point of our alpha, our beginning. Before that point, only God knows, we don't. Then, like I said, the other critical point for us as individuals and for us as species is our end, our omega. Because after this life is done, we individuals will go. And we as a species will go. But using only our intellect, we do not know where we are going. The uncertainty of the hereafter. None of us would claim to know what will happen to them after here. I don't know what will happen to me after here. And I bet you don't know what will happen to you after here. And yet I know that I will have to go. You know that you will have to go. What will happen after my end, my earthly end, my earthly omega, is within God's hands. Just as what happened before my alpha point was in God's hands, entirely, entirely in God's hands. Which is why when we celebrate a day like this, we ought to remember dear brothers and sisters that there is a lot of reality that we cannot capture with only our heads, our brains, particularly reality that came before we came to be and reality that will come after we have lived our lives. Those two points, extending them to the future and extending extending the end point far into the future and extending the starting point far into the past All that is reality, but it's only known by our supreme king, king of the universe, not by our brains. Our Lord Jesus Christ, king of the universe. Remember us when our omega comes, just as you remember us just as you remembered us at the beginning of time. Remember me when you get into your kingdom. Lord Jesus, remember me when you get into your kingdom. Lord Jesus, remember me when you get into your kingdom. That was a prayer by the repentant thief who was crucified with Jesus. You remember the two thieves? One good, one bad. The good one said and prayed, Lord Jesus, remember me when you get to your kingdom or when you come to your kingdom. The other bad thief simply rebuked and flattered Jesus. If you are king, save yourself and save us all. The other one said, oh, Don't say that. Lord Jesus, remember me when you get into your kingdom. And that's the prayer, dear brothers and sisters, that I would like to leave us with. When everything is done in life, remember to say at the end of it all, Lord Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Say those words at your sick bed. Say those words at your deathbed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God. begot not made. All things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. And I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. God, our Father, we now present you some of our needs, confident that you hear us.
2: Please respond, hear us, O Lord. For a greater reverence and awe for creation and all the creatures within it, we pray, hear us, O Lord. Lord. For the safety of all those who will be traveling for Thanksgiving this week, we pray. For all elected officials and civil servants, that they may lead with truth, integrity, and concern for the well-being of all the people on the earth, we pray. For those on our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray.
1: Hear us, O oh Lord.
2: We go forth for an end to the food insecurity and all the factors that contributed to food insecurity. We pray.
1: Hear us, O oh Lord.
2: For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Anna Scarpaci and Elena Zufalufis, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray.
1: Hear us, O oh Lord.
2: And we remember today... Anna Shipper, and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray.
1: Hear us, O oh Lord.
2: Please join me in saying our prayer for unity, found on page five in your bulletin. Together we pray. We raise our voices to Mary, Queen of Peace, our Mother, and to her most glorious Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community United in the Spirit, and living our covenant. Amen.
1: We make all these prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.
0: Please join in our operatory hymn, The King of Love, My Shepherd Is, number 712. Okay.
1: dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be accepted to God, the Almighty Father. the Lord glory for our
2: and his
1: holy church. As we offer you, O oh Lord, the sacrifice by which the human race is reconciled to you, we humbly pray that your Son himself may bestow on all nations the gifts of unity and peace. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is, right and just. It is to right and just our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God for you anointed your only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, with the oil of gladness, as eternal priest and king of all creation, so that by offering himself on the altar of the cross as a spotless sacrifice to bring us peace, he might accomplish the mysteries of human redemption and making all created things subject to his rule he might present to the immensity of your majesty an eternal and universal kingdom, a kingdom of truth and life, a kingdom of holiness and grace, a kingdom of justice, love and peace. And so, with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim... Thank sure. you. You are indeed holy, O oh Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make therefore these gifts holy, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying with the blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Per ipsum et cum ipsum et in ipsum Estivideo Patrio omnipotenti. In unitate spiritus sancti, omnis honoret et gloria, per omnia secula saeculorum.
0: Amen.
1: We now pray to the Father, using the words our Lord Christ, King of the universe, taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our day bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and glory are yours now and forever. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
3: Lord, I am not worthy to enter enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. An act of spiritual communion. My Jesus Amen.
2: Please join in our
0: communion hymn, Take and Eat, number 950.
1: Let us pray. Having received the food of immortality, we ask, O Lord, that glorying in obedience to the commands of Christ, the King of the universe, we may live with him eternally in his heavenly kingdom, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Some announcements.
3: Several announcements today. In this bulletin, week's bulletin, under the Taste and See column, we are sharing information about rules you may feel called to within the liturgical ministry. The parish needs wedding coordinators who are available to help at weddings and wedding rehearsals. Please see today's bulletin for details. If you would like to help clean St. Adelbert's Church, we are going to do so this Sunday following the 9 a.m. Mass. Parishioners are also invited to help clean St. Mary of the Mount Church this Wednesday at 5.45 to 7 p.m. The 10 a.m. Mass on Thanksgiving Day at St. Mary's of the Mount Church will be interpreted in American Sign Language. There is information in the bulletin on how to register for the angel tree. The trees will be set up in each church
1: beginning next week. And I, And all the clergy at uh, the Rectory would like to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving.
3: And to you, Father.
1: Thank you. The Lord be with you.
3: And with your spirit.
1: And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass is ended. Go in peace. Thanks
3: be to God.
0: Please join in our closing hymn, Crown Him with Many Crowns, number 574, verses 1 and 2.